Hi everyone, just a heads up, today's podcast, uh, we sort of recorded both yesterday, as you've already heard, the one with Dougie, Um, so there is a little bit of a crossover between the two, but this is our start systems, DFS plays, bets, and of course Robbie Aguirre's corner, so enjoy the show guys, thanks a lot. Hi everyone, welcome into another episode of the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your co-host Jack Humphrey. I'm joined by my other co-host Steve and Jamie. Say hi guys. Evening. Evening, evening. How are we all? Not bad, mate, not bad. Football's back. Football's back. Football's back, Football's back tomorrow. Um, Today, just a bit of a rundown of what we're going to do. We're going to run through the news like we always do. And then we're going to get into our start systems for the week. And we're going to run through every game with that. And then we're going to go on to our DFS plays of the week. I think we've got a few different ones, so that should be quite interesting. And then we're going to um, have a chat with Long Snapper Podcast, Dougie. Uh, we're going to be doing the AFC North, uh, breaking that down like we have done with all the other divisions. That's our last division, so that should be a good chat. And then uh, we'll do Jamie's NFL Touchdown Bets of the week. And... Um, Robbie Aguayo's corner, which um, is always fun. So <laughs> it's gonna be a bit. It's gonna be a bit of a long podcast today, but you know um, we need to get it all crammed in before tomorrow's game. Oh, yes. um, so we we'll start with the news. Uh, I think everyone knows about Le'Veon Bell holding out. Um, does it worry you two, fantasy wise? This? Yeah, I've got him in a couple of places. Anyone who's got him has got to be a little bit concerned, especially when they haven't got James Connor. Yeah. I think it just goes back to my statement with the these top RBs. I, I, I think we said it last week with Jason. I, I If you've got one of these top 10 RBs, you have to hang, hang off them. And this is a prime example why you do it. Um, obviously, I, I, I don't get it. I don't know why the Steelers just don't pay the guy. He's the best running back in football. Um, and then I know we, you know, there's a few trade rumours going around. We was having a little chat before. And, um, yeah, we, we believe he may stay in that division just to stick it to them. Yeah, uh, I think it would be, be quite funny if he did. Uh, he yeah. did but uh, yeah, who knows, who knows. I got, just quickly, fantasy-wise, I got, I was trying to get James Connor on one of my teams that I've got, Levy and Bell. And um, I got told it would cost me Lamar Miller in a 2019 first. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> are, you, are you kidding me? Is that a dynasty league, though? Yeah. But yeah, and, and the, I just I, I, no. If they don't trade him this off season, well this season, sorry, he's going to be he's going to be the number one back, isn't he, Connor? Going into next, possibly. Possibly. There's going to be. They, a do, they, they do like him there. I mean, the key is they do like Connor. Um, and I think the, the real benefit of Bell sitting out will be will be AB. Yeah. Um, I've avoided Bell like the plague. This year, on any in any sort of redraft friendly, I'm just scared that this sort of thing might happen after last year. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've taken more shares of, of Antonio Brown than I thought I might do, but I'm look, I'm feeling pretty smug about that now because he's gonna he's gonna he is the offense. I know they've got other talent. We'll come on to that when we do the AFC North later. But Brown's gonna be so so busy these next couple of weeks while Bell's out. Yeah. I'm I'm a bit like you, Steve. I've 
sort of avoid him, avoided him a little bit, which is unusual for me. As I said, he's the best running back in football. And yeah. I, I, I love watching him play. I really do. Yeah. It's just, um, I think I've got him in one league. I'm in 22. He's a crazy man. I am. <laughs> but um, I just, yeah, I took him in one league. I mean, I, I did a draft at the start of the week. I ended up taking Zeke in number two. Gurney went first. I took Zeke just because I was I was worried. You know, I'm worried about it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the rumours are that he may hold out for double-digit games. So we'll see how that whole, we'll see how that goes. Um, just pray if you own him. <laughs> yes. Uh, just a quick bit of news here from the Giants. Evan Ingram has cleared concussion protocol, protocol so we'll play, obviously, against the Jags. Um, we'll, we'll come to that in our start systems, I think, with that. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and where was that? Marone wants zero turnovers from Blake Bortles. <laughs> Jamie, I know you wanted to sort of go into this a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to win the lottery as well, but we know it isn't going to happen. Just don't play him. If you don't want zero turnovers, is what Steve said, you don't play him. <laughs> um, and also, El Thomas, just breaking news, actually, has just turned up for Seahawks training camp. So he was holding that's, out. But that's he's huge turned... for them. Yeah, that's huge for them. He's, he's, I mean, he's the most vital piece on that on that defence for me before with the Legion of Boom and you know after now especially with the losses that they've got this year yeah right should we get into our um, start systems for the week yeah as we're um, yeah, going why not? who wants to start would you like to start Jamie with this uh, yeah alright I'll start with um, obviously my team the Falcons playing the Super Bowl champions the Philadelphia Eagles um, yeah. I'm kind of very much on with regards to Foles is not touching him because he's Nick Foles. Um, yep. he's, I'm, I, I just you, you can't. You don't know what one you're going to get. Uh, Matt Ryan, I'm I would sit him, Matt Ryan, because that Eagles D is ferocious. To be to be brutally honest, uh, Julio, you you can't you can't sit Julio Jones. Don't, don't sit no, your studs. No, not a chance. Um, Zach Ertz, I'm, I would start this week. Yes, he's a stud at tight end, and it's you start your studs, but you've got Jeffrey not there. It's he's the focus point of the passing game. He he will be the focus point. So I start him, um, and I start um, Austin Hooper. Um, I, I I'm Jack. You've taken quite a few leagues that I've seen. Yeah, um, and I expect. Have a, him to have a, a bit of a breakout year this year, and I just I don't know. I just think Julio, you can't sit. As I said, you have to start him. Hooper is I, I start Hooper. I, I think he scores a touchdown this week, and I, I don't know 70, 60, 70 yards in a T, TD. And I start the Falcons' defense because they're playing against Nick Foles. Yep, that's where I'm at. All right, Steve. Um, do you want to do the evil empire then? <laughs> uh, what do we mean, Evil Empire? We're talking about the glorious nation that is the New England Patriots. Are, okay? uh, so, yeah, it's the, the New England Patriots up against the Houston Texans this week. So, um, one on either side I've done. So, for the Texans, I'd be looking to sit Will Fuller. Um, I know he looked very good under um, with Watson last year, but for me... Opening game of the season, I don't think any team is going to be absolutely, either of these two teams are going to be launching it down the field. And 
the Patriots are very much bend over break defense. So touchdowns is where Fuller kind of lucks out in those deep ball touchdowns. So for me, he's out. I know they say don't sit your studs, but for the New England Patriots, it's the only week of the year that I would say that if, if you've got a decent backup quarterback, it's the week to sit Brady. Um, New England are terribly slow starters um, every year. It's normally the game where he struggles to get decent yardage. We don't tend to throw a lot of touchdowns first game of the season. Tends to go through the running back. So for me, it's an unusual one, but for me, it's kind of a, a sit Brady for this one. In terms of starting, I've gone with the Lamar Miller for the Texans. Um, again, first game of the season. He look, he, he's a really good piece in Watson's offense. He's, he's going to get a lot of work, basically. And then for New England Patriots, it goes against everything I've been saying all off-season, but it's Chris Hogan. Um, I don't think Hogan's a great fantasy pickup this year. I know, I know, Jack, you disagree a bit on that, but... Hogan, for me, isn't great value for, for the season, but for this one game, specifically, he's my start from the Pats offence. Yep, and um, obviously Gronk as well, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of, it's, it's almost everyone knows you. It's yeah, yeah. Gronk, yeah. Oh, so I was trying yeah. to be a little different. Um, right, I'll go into the Jaguars at the Giants. Um, the QBs, sit both of them. Do not, if anyone owns Eli Manning anyway, you're a madman, but um, don't... Um, do not start either QB. I'll tell you who owns Eli Manning, Jack. The New York Giants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two Super Bowls, Steve. Two Super Bowls against your beloved Patriots, mate. Two, two. Yeah, right. We've got five. It's, it's yeah. five. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> you, you sit both of these guys. Uh, the RBs, well, both are studs. You start both. I... I don't feel I saw I listened to a podcast in the week. Someone was saying Fournette's going to run all over the Giants. I'm not as comfortable with that. You know, Damon Harrison's probably the best run stuffer in the league. I don't agree with that, so to speak. Um, but he's a stud. You start you start both of these Barkley as well. Uh, the wide receivers, Jacksonville, or Spinner Will, just you know, it's potluck. Don't don't get involved in it. Uh, Odell, obviously, he's a starter. He's a stud. I would sit Sterling Shepard this week. I just, I just worry. Is it the Jackson the Jacksonville defense, obviously, which I'll get onto in a minute, which is a start for me, is is elite. So you know, you don't. As I say, I, I don't even feel comfortable starting Odell in this game. But he's a stud, and from where you're picking him, you, you have to start him. Um, go to the Titans, Evan Ingram. I'd start him because the one weakness in that Jacksonville D last week, uh, last year was the Titan position. They were a bit sus to Titans. Um, I would definitely start ASJ because the Giants gave, allowed the most touchdowns to Titans last year. Um, and I would start both defences in this game because you got Blake Bortles one side and you got Eli Mann in the other. So. Alright, I'll go on to the I'll, I'll follow on with this. I'll go on to the Steelers versus the Browns. Steelers, QB, uh, Big Ben, sit. This Browns defense is has improved tenfold. Um, and this is a road game. We all know about Big Ben's road games in fantasy. Don't don't start him. Bell, I mean, we had a little chat before. You've got to start the guy. Uh, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable coming in late. If he, if he plays, you know, if he comes in late... Um, Obviously, Connor, if it's him, start Connor. 
the wide receivers, you start Brown, much like Odell, he's a stud, you, you just you start him every week. I'd also start Juju as well, um, especially in the slot, he could eat in this game. Uh, the Vance McDonald at tight end, I would be sitting. Just I, I need to see it first with Vance, Vance McDonald. I'm not entirely comfortable there. Um, and we go to the Browns QB, Tyrod Taylor. I'd start him. I like I like I like Tyrod in fantasy. The use of his legs. Um, Steelers D maybe a little bit sus over the middle with the linebackers. Um, and I believe Tyrod may well exploit that, especially with Jarvis Landry, who I'd also start this week. PPR monster. Um, I'd sit Josh Gordon just because he comes into camp play, and we need to see what's happening there. Don't get involved in the running back room with the Browns. It's just too cloudy at the minute. Uh, the tight end, Njoku, again, I'd start. Tyrod Taylor loves the tight end. Um, and again, as I said, over the middle, it's brilliant. Uh, the DST, again, I'd start the Cleveland Browns defense because it's against Big Ben on the road. There you go. Jamie, do you want to go into your next game? Okay, right. Um, I'm going to look into Washington, Arizona. It, this is going to be fairly short and sweet, if I'm brutally honest. Um, Fitzgerald, you start. He's going to be Bradford's or slash Rosen's safety blanket, depending if Bradford doesn't get injured in the first game, that is. Um, DJ, you start. He's top three running back of the league, and I think he's, he's, he's going to have a phenomenal season coming back. Um, Bradford and Smith, I'm a little bit... Bradford, I'm not starting at all. You, you, it, it, he, likely or not, more than likely or not, he's on the waiver wire. No one's, unless it's a deep, deep league. Um, Alex Smith, you guys know how much I like Alex Smith, um, but I, I think the Arizona defense uh, is going to be very good these years. So I'm sitting Smith, to be brutally honest. Um, if I'm start, if I'm starting one. Wide receiver from Washington, I'm going to start Crowder. Um, I think he's going to be the guy where, where the Smith's going to look at. Again, it's, 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 it's the same. It's, it's his safety blanket, and I think that they're, uh, he's going to do, do all right in this game. Um, Defence-wise, I'm, I'm, I'm not starting either of them. Potentially Arizona, potentially, but not Washington. Steve, what are you on to next, mate? Okay. Let's do the uh, my next matchup, which is the uh, I was going to do the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, in terms of start, then for me it's the two two main running backs there, which is obviously Alex Collins for the Ravens and um, Shady McCoy for the Bills, who, who, who's fit. And quite frankly, the Bills have got nothing else on offense other than Shady right now for me. Um, in terms of sitting. Um, I'm, I'm saying just just sit Kelvin Benjamin, um, Nate Peterman, that offensive line, no thanks with that Ravens D. So just sit Benjamin, and then to the Ravens, I just think they're they're going to get ahead quite quickly. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. They're not they're just going to control the clock. So for me, it's a case of maybe if you've got Crabtree, maybe sitting him in this one. I don't think they're going to need to use him and all like look for him in the, in the red zone enough. So. They're kind of my one, so Shady Collins, Shady and Alex Collins for the start, and then sit uh, Kel Benjamin and um, Mark Crabtree. Jamie, over to you. Uh, right, let's have a look at Seattle at Denver. Um, Wilson, you start. 
that he's a top three fantasy quarterback. I don't care what his offensive line's like. He's going to get you points, so I'm starting him every week. Um, the running backs, um, I'm a bit so-so on them. Denver, the Denver running back situation, I would sit Booker and Freeman until I see exactly what the snap share count is like. Wow. Yeah, I would. That I know a lot of people wouldn't. If I was going to start one of them, you're starting Freeman because. But unless I'm, I want to see Freeman get 65 percent of the ball. 65 percent of the. I mean, the, 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 he has been an anointed as the starter for right, for week one. So Vance Joseph's come out and said he is the starter. So when that's when when your rookie's announced as the starter, I'm pretty yeah. sure they're going to be using him. Well, you, you'd hope so, but they some some some. Bad, weird reason they really like Booker. So for for me, I, I don't I, until I see it, I'm not going to trust it. So for me, I sit them. It is a it is it is a bad reason that they like Booker. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Carson for Seattle. Um, I'm I, I'd start him. Um, Penny's not going to be. I don't think you're going to see Penny much. You might see him. Know, he might he might get a couple of carries and maybe but he's not catching the ball. Um, but I I start Carson Lockett. I start because Baldwin is Baldwin's not 100. percent He's not going to be 100 percent. And I'm high on Lockett this year, so I, I'm starting him wherever I wherever I get the opportunity to. Tight ends. I don't want either of them on any team. So forget about that. And the Denver D. Um, even though it's against Russell Wilson, I would I would start them. Yep. Uh, Jack, um, on to you. Yeah, I'm going to go on to the 49ers versus the Vikings. Right, so we go to the QBs. Jimmy Garoppolo. Love Jimmy Garoppolo, but not this week. Um, yeah, no, not this week. Just the reason being the Vikings' defense is elite. I would not be starting Jimmy Garoppolo this week. I, I would stream someone like Andy Dalton if you could. Uh, Kirk Cousins, start the, the Niners' defense. Improved a little bit, maybe. I don't see much improvement in it at all. I would definitely be starting Kirk Cousins. Uh, the RB situation for the 49ers, I would leave well alone until... It's a bit like the Denver one, as James was just saying there. Uh, you just It's Brader or Morris. I would just... I would leave it alone for the time being. Um, RB for the Vikings. I would start Cook, but I don't feel comfortable starting him. Reason being is that there's a lot of reports coming out that they're going to share his workload for the first few games with Latavius Murray, who obviously done very well when he came in last year. I just, I, Cook's a stud at the end of the day, and you've drafted him early, so you're going to have to start him. But I, I don't feel comfortable starting him, if you get what I mean. Um, wide receivers, Garcon and Goodwin. I mean, if you if you if you got if you got them, I, I, you you start them, I suppose. But again, I don't, I don't feel comfortable especially against this Vikings defence. Um, wide receivers for the Vikings. I, I start Diggs over Phelan. Reason being, um, I don't think Sherman is as good. Well, he's not He's not as good as he was. I think Father Time's caught up with Richard Sherman, and I believe he'll follow Diggs in this game. Um, I think Diggs will burn him, absolutely burn him in this game. And Cousins has targeted Diggs heavily in what we've seen in pre-season. Um, Thielen is a PPR receiver at the end of the day. If you've got him, again, these two went very similar to each other with ADP. So if you've got Thielen, you start him. Tight ends, 
Kittle, Kittle for the Niners. You sit. Um, just don't. I don't like the matchup here. Uh, Carl Rudolph, you start. That's, you know, we'll come to it with Dougie later. I, I said about uh, Kirk Cousins is, is the f- third third in QB rankings for tight end targets. Targeting the tight end, sorry. So I love Carl Rudolph this year. DST sit 49ers start the Vikings. <laughs> Reason being, it's elite at the end of the day. Um, I'll move on to my next one. Bucks Saints. Oh dear, the Bucks. Are you going to come at the Bucks fans? Right, Bucks, Fitzpatrick. <laughs> if you start him, you're an idiot. Drew <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Three> Brees. <laughs> well, sorry you are, but Drew Brees, start. Lovely matchup, this. Absolutely brilliant. Don't come much better than this. Um, right, running backs for the Bucks. Barber, Ronald Jones, sit. Cloudy, committee yet again. Um, they'll probably throw in Jaquiz Rogers, about 10 other running backs that they've got. Just this this situation with the Bucks needs a head coach change very quickly. Um, RB for the Saints, Kamara. You start him, he's elite, he's a stud. You've drafted him early. Nice matchup. Although, saying that, the Bucks D did add some pieces to the defensive line, so maybe temper expectations a little bit with Kamara, but definitely start him. Uh, wide receivers. I would start all of your Saints wide receivers in this game. Um, obviously, Thomas in redraft and dynasty, but the other two, Meredith and Ginn, are very good DFS players plays this week. Very good, um, and even best ball plays for, for Ted Ginn. Um, wide receiver for the Bucks, Mike Evans. I guess you start him. Don't feel comfortable in starting him, but you know he, you've drafted him highly, or in, in my case been given in by two people on this podcast who I did not, you know, hit in the league. It was um, yours. You said all rules. rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so yeah, you start him, but don't feel comfortable. Don't sit any of the rest of this this wide receiver core here. Um, tight ends, I would sit both, to be honest. Um, well, both Bucks tight ends definitely sit, because, again, tight end by committee, no thank you. Tight end, Watson for the Saints. I, th- yeah, I think he's past it, to be fair. He's just too old. And, de- yeah, no, definitely leave that well alone. Um, DST, Bucks, sit. It's rubbish. It's absolutely useless. Come at me, you know. <laughs> Saints, D- Saints, DST, start. Brian Fitzmagic. <laughs> you know, you know, he's not, he's not, yeah, exactly. He's not Fitzmagic, mate. So, so start that Saints, D. Jamie? Um, right, let's go on to Chicago at Green Bay, and uh, let's start with the obvious one. Uh, Rogers, it's just you, you start him. Moving on straight away, there's no point talking about him. Um, uh, Trubisky, I, I, I don't trust him. I don't particularly like him, so I would sit. I would sit him. The running backs, uh, you've got uh, Williams, who's going to be starting for Green Bay, and Montgomery probably doing most of the receiving work out of the backfield. I start Williams and uh, Montgomery. I, I, I don't want anything to do with him, to be perfectly honest, this week. Um, for Chicago, you've got Jordan Howard, who I, I think they're just going to... He's not a three-down back, uh, but I think they're going to run, run, run the ball a lot in this game. I would start him. Um, Tariq Cohen, I'm... I'm unsure on Tariq Cohen, if I'm brutally honest, so I would sit him. Um, Devontae Adams, wide receiver, uh, you start, but again, it will be a tough matchup, and 
there's part of me which wants to start Randall Cobb, even though all of the, the rumours surrounding him being on the training block and everything. He's, with in, the walking... Sorry. He's in a walking boot at the minute. Is he? Is... Ah. So I thought he was back. I think he'll play, but he's yeah. in a walking boot at the minute. Ah. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought there was a, a, a new injury if I'm being honest but, but the only reason I, I, I would consider starting him if I need if I if for whatever reason I had to would be the addition of of Mac to Chicago I think and the, the Chicago D-line I think is good and I think Rodgers will be running running around a bit and dumping off short passes and Cobb will be there for that so if you need to start him but I, I don't have Cobb in any of my teams um, and Tight ends, Chicago. I'm starting Burton um, uh, for Green Bay. I, I, I don't like Jimmy Graham in general for me. Um, let's just see if a if Aaron Rodgers can have can turn a tight end into a good tight end, shall we? Let's see. Uh, yep. Steve, on to you, mate. Okay. Uh, next one I'll cover off is the Jets versus the Lions. Um, for me, uh, the. The main two starters there. So for the Jets, I'm going with um, Isaiah Crowell. Um, the Lions' D-line isn't astonishingly good, and I think they can. Uh, the Jets starting a rookie quarterback in Darnold are going are to look for easy options really for him. So I think they'll run the ball a bit, try and protect Darnold a little bit. Um, for sitting for the Jets for the, kind of the same reason is, is Robbie Anderson. Um, I quite like Robbie Anderson, but I don't think they're going to give Darnold like free reign to do what he wants. And I think they're going to try and play it safe to begin with, try and protect him a bit. So I don't think those big deep balls down the field to Anderson are, are probably going to be a, a main kind of focus yet. I think you'll see a lot of that later in the year. Um, and then in terms of the Lions side, kind of my, my start and my sit are kind of Flip. So I've got to sit uh, Marvin Jones, and the reason being um, is the Jets' secondary is pretty decent, and so that kind of takes away where Jones kind of lives and breathes in, in, on the outside and, and deep. And then, which will come as no surprise to anyone, um, I've got Golden Tate as my start, um, but for the, for the reason that the linebacker core for the Jets is particularly rubbish. Um, so I kind of feel that it's in that sort of area of the field where um, Stafford's going to look to. So as much as Tate and Jones go together in, in the draft, in, on this matchup, because the linebacker was not good, I'm going to start Tate but sit Jones. Um, go over to another one before we go back round. So I've got the Titans and the Dolphins up against one another. Um, again, the, these are both the, kind of like the flip side of, of the same coin. So I've kind of got to start for the Titans I've gone with Derek Henry um, and sitting then Dion Lewis. And the reason being, uh, the Dolphins are not a very tough team on defence anymore. And I think Henry, on this matchup, will probably see more of the ball because he's just a bigger thumper in, in many ways than, than Dion. I think he can do more damage to that Dolphins, um, that Dolphins D. Um, and then on the, on the same sort of thing for the, uh, the Dolphins, I've gone with start Kenny Stills and sit Devontae Parker. Uh, I think Parker is carrying an injury. I think he may have been actually He's out. He's yeah, actually so, out. So, kind of when I wrote that, that was kind of the thing anyway. But especially now Parker's out, you've got to start Kenny Stills because as much as Albert Wilson's in there and um, Danny Amendola, 
Stills was still targeted over 100 times last year, and that's when he had Landry and Parker in the lineup, and he was almost wide receiver three. Right now, I'm all over Kenny Stills at that kind of value, so I'd be starting Stills yeah. where I have him. Uh, Jamie, back round to you. Uh, right, let's finish it off for me with the Rams um, against the Raiders. Um, QBs, I think with, I think I start Goff and I sit. Uh, what's said Derek Carr. Um, I think the Rams D is going to be very, very good this year. And coming out of last year, coming off of last year, Derek Carr didn't exactly show show a huge amount. So I'm sitting him. Running backs, Gurley, I start. It's that's. Just pretty standard, and Lynch I start as well. Um, I, I think they're gonna. I, th- I think I'm, I'm hoping to see a bit of beast mode. If I'm brutally honest, <laughs> um, wide receiver. I'm starting all. Of, I would start all of the Rams wide receivers, all of them, because for the simple reason I haven't got a clue which one's going to do what. I'm not going to sit them all. I'd rather start them than sit them. Um, for Oakland, I think Jordy Nelson. I would start him. He's a bit of a sneaky start for me. Um, I I don't know if I trust what we saw with Huntley last year. Yes, he's probably slowed down a bit. Age is catching up with him, but I think I, I would start Nelson. Tight ends, um, Cook, a sneaky sneaky start if you had to. If you're in a 16 team and someone else has taken it, taken all the other good. Tight ends, I'll start him. Uh, for the Rams, I don't want anything to do with their tight ends. Um, and defence, um, Oakland, sit. And Rams, start. Right, moving yeah. on to... Yep, um, got Chiefs Chargers. So, go with the QBs. Mahomes, sit. He's just a young QB going up against a very, very good defence. Uh, Philip Rivers, start. You should shred this secondary. They've lost so many parts of this secondary now. The, um, I believe, well, Eric Berry's the only thing that's worth having there at the minute. Uh, so, RBs, Hunt. I would start Hunt. I'll go on to this a bit later with the DFS. The one weakness that the Chargers had last year was against running backs, surprisingly. Um, so, I'd start Hunt. And young QBs do like to go with their hand the ball off a lot, um, which I don't think Mahomes will do as much. But, you know, in theory, you go with it. And plus, the, the draft capital you spent on the hunt, you have to start him. Melvin, you start, he's elite. And th- I believe the, the Chargers control this game. They'll take a nice lead into the third, midway through the third quarter, and then they just run the ball for the rest of the game. Um, wide receivers, Allen and Williams, both starts for me. Uh, I just believe Williams is going to be a red zone monster. Um, Alan, Alan's elite and the draft capital, again, you spent on him. He's worth a start. Hill Watkins, sit. Um, just for the same reason as the QB. Um, again, up against a very, very good defence. Tight end, Kelsey. Young QBs love their tight ends as they get out of jail card. So Kelsey's a must start here. And he's elite as well. He's the, probably the second best tight end in the game. Um, Gates, I would sit. I know he's just come back, and I know he knows the offense, but I would sit him for this week and just see what happens. Uh, then DSDs, you sit the Chiefs, and you start the Chargers. Um, do you want me to do my final game? I'll go into that. It's the Cowboys-Panthers. So, QB, Dak, sit. Uh, he's lost two key pieces in his offense in Dez and Jason Witten. Um, I'm, just, I'm not interested in Dak Prescott. 
Plus, he's good. the Panthers D is sneakily good as well. I would um, I would start Cam. Awesome matchup. And you've, the way you've drafted Cam, Cam's being drafted as a top three, top four QB. You have to you have to start that. Um, running back Zeke start. If the Cowboys are going to win this game, they're going to have to control the clock, and that's through Zeke Elliott. So he's elite as well. Um, and again, draft capital spent. You start McCaffrey. What can I say? I've, I've, I'm sold on McCaffrey these last few sort of days. Don't know, something in me has changed with him. Either I hate, I still hate the landing spot for him. This playing for the Panthers, but I just, I don't know. I've seen something in pre-season with him. I just really, really like him. I've, my values just shot up with him, um, and he should feast in this matchup. The wide receivers, much like the Jaguars for the Cowboys, spinner wheel. I like Gallup, but I need to see it before I believe it. Um, wide receivers for the Panthers, Funches and more. Like both players, but I'd, definitely, I'd, I'd be sitting for now on both. Um, tight end, Olsen for the Panthers. The Panthers, well, Cam goes, this offense runs through um, Olsen, so he's a must start. And where he's been drafted, you know, top five fantasy tight end, you have to start him. Uh, tight end, for the Cowboys, uh, sit because I don't have one of note. So sit the, <laughs> the only one that I know of um, got done for marijuana the other day. So yeah, no, don't um, don't don't be starting any Cowboys Titans. Cowboys D sit. It's battered. It's old and it's injury prone. Don't trust it. Um, Panthers D is a start. Favorable matchup. Just be cautious if the Cowboys do get a lead. And then they start killing the clock with Zeke. I would just be careful. Temper your expectations a little, maybe, with the defence. Steve, your final game? Yeah, final game I've got is the Bengals versus the Colts. Um, in terms of start there, the ones kind of I'm looking at are those uh, are the Bengals running backs, so Mixon and, and Bernard, because the Colts were the, have been in the bottom half of teams against the um, against the against RBs in PPR. So I really like the look of Mixon and, and Geo there. Um, in terms of starting for the Colts, I've gone with Jordan Wilkins. It's a bit of a kind of a run. Uh, it looks like Marlon Matt's not going to be back fit and Wilkins will get will get the the leg work there. I know they've, ne- they've not had a consistent 100-yard runner forever, but I just think at this stage of the season that they'll look to, to use him. Um on the Bengals, I've got no set. I actually think this is a great matchup for the Bengals. I'd, I'd be starting any Bengals player that you pretty much got. Um, and, then, and then in terms of set, it's um, I've gone with T.Y. Hilton, which I know, as you say, like, you don't sit your studs and stuff like that. But Andrew, look, if you kind of look at him in pre-season, he's not actually been throwing the ball that far or that hard. And so for me, I know Hilton and Luck are kind of the... Like they 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 get they've got a very good relationship. I'd kind of be sitting both of them for the time being until we're absolutely sure that Andrew Luck's shoulder is up to up to playing the game at the, at the proper pace. So there my two sits there, Luck and Hilton. Right now we're going to get into the betting section of the podcast uh, at NFL Touchdown Bet, which is Jamie's other handle. Um, believe you've got a few selections for us this week, Jamie. A few winners. Well, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Um, I'll start off with the Falcons versus the Eagles. 
Um, I've got one bet in that, and I think it's unbelievable value, to be brutally honest. Uh, it's Austin Hooper at 4-1, available as we now, I don't know, 9-ish on, on Wednesday evening. Um, at, at bet365, Paddy Power, or bet Victor. Um, but four to one, I think any time is a is a is a is a great price. So I'm going to be all over that. Um, and I'm with it, with it being the first game of the first games of the season, I'm getting I can't find any prices for any of my other guys that I like for the Sunday games. So I'll I'll, I'll list down a couple that I like, and then you'll find more details on on my uh, Twitter handle NFL Touchdown Bet. Um, we'll be nice and quick with it. Alex Collins against the Bills. Um, ASJ against the Giants, and uh, I think you'll probably agree with me on that one. Um, yep. Michael Thomas against the Saint, um, against the Bucks because the Bucks are just awful. Yes, yep. that, that's a better word. <laughs> I was going to use the worst one. Um, I think um, with Devontae Parker being out for the Dolphins, I think Amendola is going to see a lot of the ball from Tannehill. Yep. So um, I'll be interested to see what price he is. And another one in the Saints Bucks game which I think will probably be, I, I would like to think, you'd be getting a good price on this. We might get any anytime yeah. touchdown. Um, yeah. I think the Saints will run up the score, um, yeah. and I think uh, they will, you, you'll, be get, you'll, be, you'll see Gillespie in the fourth quarter, and I think they'll score. He'll score. Yeah. So that's, that's basically it. You'll, see, you'll find more and more detail probably on Saturday, Saturday evening um, on my Twitter handle. Yeah, that definitely might be worth chucking a few of them into a free fold, a treble, sorry, or a four fold, something like that, and then um, yeah, to boost the opt up, and then um, yeah, we we'll see how we go with it. Awesome, thanks, Jamie. Cheers, mate. Right. Now we're uh, going to move on to the DFS stuff, the DraftKings stuff. Um, I've got sort of three players at each position that I'm going to target this week in DFS. DFS is just generally for I, – I generally just do it on the Sunday games. I try and leave this Thursday game alone. Um, so my QBs – my highest-rated QB this week is Drew Brees, $6,800. Reason being they're playing the Bucks. He's just absolutely shred the Bucks. Um so he's my highest there. Uh, Mariota's my middle of the road guy. I love the fact, I love the matchup. Dolphins. Um, I'd, I'd feel Rivers similar as well. Both, both around the same price, 6,300. And, uh, Rivers has got a nice matchup against the Chiefs. So they're, they're my middle of the road guys. And my low budget guys, Andy Dalton, being Bengals are playing the Colts. Love the matchup there. Um, your guys' thoughts on any of the QBs? Uh, love, love Andy Dalton. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm I'd like, I'd just having a quick look through yeah. two teams that I've put in to DFS and both of them have got Dalton in, so yeah. I always like to try and get value at the QB position because it's so expensive, yeah. so I can try yeah. and load up elsewhere, so it's but a great match. I don't think any of us disagree with the well, the four that I picked there, really, with Rivers, throwing no. Rivers in. Well, no. No, um, no. Right, so we go to the running backs. I um, My most expensive guy this week was Kareem Hunt. Um, I said it in the breakdown there. Chargers were a bit suspect to running backs last year on their defense. Surprisingly, he cost six thousand nine hundred dollars. And as I said, r- rookie. Well, I know Mahomes is not a rookie QB, but young QBs are tend to try and feed their running backs and Titans. So I quite, I quite like Kareem Hunt this week. Um, 
my middle of the road guy, who this is probably one of my, he's going to be all over my DFS teams this week, is Alex Collins. Um, $5,600. Buffalo were worst, uh, ranked worst against the run last year in fantasy. I love Alex Collins. Their, their defense is worse as well than last year. So he's, um, he's going to eat in this game. My third guy, cheap guy, was Dion Lewis. I know you said about, um, Derek Henry, Steve, but I just, I, I think Dion Lewis might see a bit more of the goal line work. $4,900. Um, so maybe, I don't know, what's, what's Henry's value? He's a bit more expensive, isn't he, Henry? I haven't got him to... Oh, so I've got him here, sorry. 6400 Derek Henry. So, yeah, he's a little bit more expensive. So Dion Lewis would be my cheap middle of the road, uh, my cheap guy there. Um, your thoughts on the running backs, guys? Alex Collins. That's yep. Basically, yeah, he's going to be in every single one of my teams. Yeah, I've got Collins in mind. Uh, the only other guy that I've, highlight, I've, I've put in a couple is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Um, just because you, you, you've just he's six thousand four hundred, so I think yeah. that's actually pretty decent value for for that position. So um, yeah, he's the only other guy I've kind of identified there. Yep, no, I like it. Um, so we're going to the wide receivers. My top guy here was Keenan Allen. The Chiefs were ranked worst against wide receivers last year. Um, love Keenan Allen in this matchup. Seven thousand five hundred dollars, hefty price, but he's you know he's Keenan Allen. He's a stud. Um, my middle of the road guy, who I equally like actually, was Emmanuel Sanders. He's five thousand dollars going up against the Seahawks. Oh, in the preseason, he plays sixty-eight percent of his snaps in the slot. Um, and Case Keenum loves a slot receiver, so I'm quite high on Emmanuel Sanders. This year, um, I'd have him above uh, Thomas actually in a few few leagues. So, yeah, um, nice. my my cheap guy was Mike Williams. Um, just it's similar to the Keenan Allen thing. Chiefs were gashed by wide receivers, uh, and he's very cheap. He's three thousand nine hundred dollars, and I believe he'll be a, the red zone target for week one. Personally, thoughts, guys? The only thing I like is um, what I quite like doing in DFS is where I take the quarterback. I like to try and pair with, with one of his receivers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got AJ Green as, as an identity getting to that, that matchup. If Dalton's going to have a big game, then um, you'd think AJ Green's going to have a good game alongside him. And the other guy I, I don't like for overall fantasy all year, but I, I like Tyree Kill in this matchup. There's a bit of a get out, of course, for Mahomes. He's going to be, he could easily see. 10, 12 receptions and two or three gadget run type things as well. So I think for this yeah. match, I quite like him in that. So, Right, we'll move on to the Titans. Um, my favourite Titan, the player of the week, only of yourself actually, because he is carrying a little niggling injury, is Delaney Walker. $4,900. Dolphins, worst against Titans last year for yardage. I um, He's Mariota's go-to guy. Mariota loves him. So... I did a very early DFS play about two weeks ago. I I paired him with Mariota. Um, similar thing to your wide receiver thing there, actually, Steve. I just I like him. My middle of the road guy was ASJ Austin Safarian Jenkins, three thousand two hundred dollars. Giants allowed the most touchdowns to tight ends last year. Um, I haven't seen much has changed there in preseason from what I've seen. I know it's only preseason. I just you know Giants just for some reason can't defend tight ends. Um, and my cheap guy was Ricky Seals-Jones, $3,000. Uh, 
Washington were the fourth worst against Titans last year in fantasy. So, yeah, your thoughts on them, guys? I'm ASJ all the way. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I've got two two that I'm targeting, like you guys, ASJ. Yep. The price is what thirty two hundred dollars, and I'm, I'm, uh, the other one I, I'm going to put in a couple of my teams is is Gronk. I, yeah. I, I, I would pay pay to have Gronk this, this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, so moving on to the DSTs, um, most expensive option, no surprise, three thousand eight hundred dollars. The Ravens against Buffalo. It's a great matchup at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Middle of the road team was the Saints at 3,600. They're playing the Bucks again. You know, I don't need to say much there. It's a great matchup. And my cheap option, which I really did like actually when I saw it, was the Titans at $2,900 against the Dolphins. I really, you know, I like the price. I can add something a bit more fancy maybe at running back and wide receiver with that price. I just. And the Titans' defense is actually sneakily good. I, I, I think it will be this year. Thoughts, guys? Yeah, that matchup this week for the Ravens is too easy. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's basically printing money and that. So, but they are the most expensive thing. But it's yeah. you want to pay that price. So, I, I think if, if if they get after, I mean Buffalo have got no offensive line. They've got Shady's a bit banged up. They've got Nathan Peterman back there. I mean, Christ, they could score mega points this week. So um, I'm, I'm taking it at the higher value. Yep. I've got, I've, got, I've got one that, apart from obviously the Ravens, which are going to be everywhere, but if you need to save a bit of money, and I'm only going off what Steve has said with him, obviously being a Pats fan, with, the, uh, with them starting slow. Texans, they're only 22. 2200 this week against the Pats who potentially could start slow. I know it's Brady, the best, the best there is, the best there was, which ever will be, blah, blah, blah. But I think if you're looking to save some money, he's, uh, I think the, the Texans could, could, could do all right. The only, the only issue you have with that is when you're trying to pick a dick is score points because you're never going to get the points for a zero, are you? So it's all about Saxon, um, yeah. Saxon exceptions. Brady yeah. just doesn't throw picks and he gets rid of the ball so quickly that if he gets hit three times, then fair enough. But it's it's, off, it's not it's rare. So and I'm not just sticking up because it's the Patriots. It's yeah, yeah, more, no, it's, it's, it's a risk. It's, it's a risk whenever you go against the defense against the Patriots because yeah. Brady gets rid of the ball um, because he doesn't throw many interceptions. So that's yeah. we do start slow horrendously, and I think the Texans can very much beat us week one. I don't think it's going to be because their D is significantly killing us, if you know what I mean. It's more... Yeah, no, that's fair enough, mate. The offence will beat us more than anything else. <laughs> um, well, that wraps up our DFS plays of the week. Um, we have got a listener league going. I've posted a few links on the Twitter handle, so get involved. I think there's about four or five spots left. Just um, get involved because it's good fun. It's a winner-take-all, $5 entry, winner-take-all. So get involved, yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Right, guys, and now on to the uh, Robbie Aguayo corner. Uh, it's either going to be a hit, but more than likely, like, kind of similar to his career right now, it's a bit of a miss. Um, I'm going to start with a hit, uh, surprisingly enough. Um, obviously, I was in Germany last week, 
and the roads over there are phenomenal. Compared to here, potholes everywhere, traffic everywhere in Germany, smooth as you like, no issues, perfect. With that's, that is a country who is showing if you put money into the roads, you get a reward out of it. And we need to do exactly what they're doing. Steve, what's yours? Well, I like to try and find something connected to the NFL world. I like to try and find kind of the two sides, <laughs> two sides to each coin. So I'm going to start off with with a hit for me, which um, was this week's announcement of the Colin Kaepernick fronted Nike campaign. Yep. Yep. Um, as I put on Twitter myself, two years ago, I was very much of the opinion that Colin Kaepernick shouldn't deserve a place in the league based on his production as he done at the Niners and around pay about whether he's worth the money as a backup quarterback. I'm more than happy to admit now, two years down the line, that I was wrong on that. Uh, I still don't think from a talent perspective he should necessarily be a starting quarterback in, in the NFL, but I think the reasons he's not even being looked at are for the reasons that we know. So the reason, so the reason I'm doing that kind of is my hit is well done, Mike, for kind of doing it. The miss is around some of the reaction I've seen to it, um, kind of, and it's sort of, it's going to turn into a hit on this, because actually, how anyone can be against this, I don't get, I just don't get it, but the most remarkable thing I've seen this week, and I always like to find humour in these things, is the guy that uh, put some photos of himself on Instagram burning his Nike shoes. So oh, that's just hilarious. These, all these boycotts on, on Nike goods, people <laughs> cut them up and throw them and burning them. What this guy did is he burnt his shoes whilst wearing them. And he's given himself like third degree burns on his feet and there's a photo chain of him sh- showing him burning them, putting his comment on, then later on, about two hours later, showing his burnt, horrible feet in hospital two hours later. So, idiot. Uh, deservedly so no. So there you go. My hit, miss, hit, whatever you want to do it, is around the Colin Kaepernick campaign from Nike. Well done, Nike. Yeah. Right. Um, my hit is, well, I'm sure we're all agree with this, is the NFL season starting tomorrow. Sure. Very happy with that. Um, I, you know, it's been too long, I can't wait. And um, I can't wait for the Eagles to come off their top of their throne, come tumbling down tomorrow night when the Falcons destroy them. <laughs> I'm, now, I'm now predicting the. I, I did some early predictions, and I was, I was still quite high on the Eagles. I'm now getting the Eagles to miss the playoffs. That's where I'm feeling with them right now. Good, right. <laughs> My um, miss this week was well, two. Right, I'm going to start yeah. with the trade. People with trade value. Uh, if you don't understand the value of a player, just you. I, I hate trade calculators, but just please use a trade calculator. Some twat sent me. Mohamed Sanu. Uh, no, I don't care. I, not, I won't call the person out, but you are a twat. You, you sent me Mohamed Sanu for Joe Mixon. I've got Joe Mixon, and you, you're going to give me Mohamed Sanu. You think I'm honestly going to accept that? You, you, you sent that at a very bad point as well when we were in that epic two-hour-long draft, Jamie. Um, <laughs> um, I just... I, the people with their trade values... I, I know you two have been sent some dodgy... Just... Sort yourselves out. Just don't don't play fantasy football. You're an idiot. Um, going on to more idiots. People that take defenses in the single digits. Right. 
I know what everyone's saying. Oh, yeah, but that's good for you because then players fall to you, blah, 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 blah. Well, it's not in a 16-man league, is it, when you're drafting the two and this twat takes a defence, let's say a Vikings defence, for example, in round two, at, like, I don't, well, this, that's at 20-man league, so he takes them at 19. 19! The Vikings D. Um, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot, and I've got stats to prove it, right? Just four times out of 30 that a DST has been picked in the top five has actually scored in the top five that year. That's in the last... Sorry, I'm just working. That's in the last eight years in fantasy. So you are a frigging idiot if you take a defense in single-digit rounds. There's so much value. It annoys me because in that, in that one draft, the next bloke, well, the next person, sorry, ended up getting Devontae Freeman because of it. It annoys me. For, I know players will drop down as a result, but it's the person who's next to that swat that benefits. No, I'm sorry. You know, I'm, do you agree with me? Do you think? Oh, to- to- totally agree. Totally agree with you, mate. Totally agree. I agree so, in the sense that there's, there's, there's literally no reason to pick a defense that early in the draft. The only side of it I'll give <laughs> is is I probably don't get quite so angry about it because I, I do just look at it and go. Well, more for you. I'll just pick up the value that, that falls on behalf of it. Yeah, but Steve... Yeah. It's their team. Um, <laughs> they want to ruin it. Then yeah. all the better for those of us that are yeah. trying to actually win yeah. the thing. Yeah, but Steve, you're probably that person that's there picking up the Bontley Freeman after they pick the <laughs> bloody Vikings defence up in a deep league. In a deep league, it is very annoying. It really annoys me. And the same goes for kickers. Anyone that takes a kicker, apart from the last round, you are frigging swat. <laughs> End of... <laughs> Jack, I've got one thing quickly to say. We, we, uh, we all know that I'm supposed to be the miserable one. I've got yeah. a feeling that you might be taking over. <laughs> just saying. I just said I, that, that, that's, that's as angry as you've ever been. And that's <laughs> you're more angry about that than your Game Pass rant. So, well, uh, I, I, you know, you could, I, I, I come off a two-hour draft and I get sent a trade through like that and then someone takes a frigging defence. You're an idiot. Idiots. Right, we'll leave it there. <laughs> um, thanks for listening everyone we've um, got a website now as well which is kickersmatterfancyfootball.co.uk um, so check that out we're going to have rankings up there uh, DFS rankings etc some blogs eventually hope Steve maybe I've written some uh, stuff <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just loading it up there um, obviously follow us on twitter at kickers underscore matter Follow me if you want to listen to my miserable self and my war on people taking defences at Jack Humphrey A7. Um, do you want to give yourself a plug, guys? Uh, yeah, I, I'm at uh, Jamie underscore Byron, B-Y-R-O-M for mother. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm miserable, but by the sounds of it, not as miserable as Jack. <laughs> and I'm at Stevie T. Ray, and I'm positively sunshine in relation to the other two. So follow, follow <laughs> me for cheery uh, updates on the NFL. And that's the end of the podcast. So thanks a lot. And remember, if you take a defense in single digits, you're an idiot. Oh, thank you.